0: welcome everyone to another episode of a little breathing space and we've got a really exciting episode today by somebody who i have wanted to meet and talk to for quite a while she's currently sitting on in patagonia i think she might be on a boat or if not she's slightly on shore and this is dawn bates and she is such a well-known author coach and sailor and probably much more but i'm delighted that she's joined us today on the show welcome dawn thank
1: you hello how are you i'm very well <laughs> how
0: are you on the other side of the world
1: <laughs> yeah i'm very well thank you and um, i'm actually uh I'm not on a boat at the moment but I'm only like a five minute walk from the beach
0: so I'm not that far away from water <laughs> Not far from the water, no, no, so somewhere no. on the way to Antarctica if I'm right
1: That's right yes, I'm in uh, Punta Arenas at the moment uh,
0: which is the capital of Patagonia That is very exciting but Dawn just for our listeners tell us a little bit about how you got to be this woman who is today sitting on her way by boat to Patagonia. How did that unfold?
1: Oh, where do I start? (laughs) What a question. Um, A lot of, uh, well, a a lot of uh, grit, a lot of uh, work and um, just constantly believing in myself and up leveling and Doing the work, showing up, and getting it done, but lit quite literally, um, I had a phone call with my ex-husband. And I said, "Right, okay, I, I took care of the boys for the last decade and decade and a half of their lives. I'm shattered. Your
0: turn now. I'm going."
1: <laughs> I think that's Jump pretty on.
0: amazing. Yeah, and there's a lot of women out there <laughs> going. Oh, how did she do that
1: (laughs) Enrollment conversations enrolment
0: conversations yeah Mm. so you set off and you became someone who sails a lot around the world
1: Mm, yeah finally my mother when I left she says oh you know she reminded me of that day I sat on, well that night actually that I sat on the beach when I was 8 years old uh, looking out at the, the ocean from Yarmouth um saying i'm gonna go live out there and I guess it took you long enough didn't it
0: but had that always been a passion to go and sail and be out on the ocean Um to be out on the
1: ocean yes to sail not really i don't come from a family of sailors um, i only started sailing three years ago three years ago yeah, three years ago um but I can't walk on water, Clarissa, so oh, no. not yet anyway. Oh, um can so. try. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but the sailing, you know, I, I, I feel immense peace when I'm out on the ocean. Even when, you know, I was uh, in Scotland going over, researching for the, my third book, uh, Crossing the Line. It was winter, it was bitterly cold, but I was still on top of the ferry. Out on deck, sat there, like, like scarf on, gloves on, wrapped up warm. And I remember one of the guys coming up to me because oh, we thought you'd disappeared, like we couldn't find you. Because I'm up on deck, he goes, No one in their right mind would be up here. And they're like, I'm, honestly, I don't, I'm not, not of sound mind. <laughs> <laughs> now that's not fair to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take myself too seriously. I, I like to have a giggle as the a- find out we, yeah. we will
0: find that that sounds so amazing but but you're obviously there i mean you're not sitting there leisure cruising are you when you're out there on the boat you're actually working and coaching and and writing yes. yeah
1: yes i am yeah it's most this boat that i've just sailed in on it so uh, it was 55 meters 303 tons and there was 30 sails um, I was watch leader, so it was managing a group of 12, a group of nine, making sure everything is running as it should be. Um, when it is a much smaller vessel, and there's two or three, maybe four of us, if we're lucky, it is watch rotations, it's cooking, it's fixing stuff, it's trimming sails, it's making sure the boat runs. It's, yeah. not, it's not as glamorous as sitting there with a the gin and tonic, you know, if the engine or the bilge goes wrong, then you've got to fix it. If you're about to go round uh, a cape, and the, the rigging goes. It's oh no! What are we gonna do? The, yeah. just yeah, it's proper hard work, and you you know you are your body is constantly moving. Mm-hmm. When I'm not trimming sails or fixing something or helming or po- plotting a course, then I'm writing, as you say, um, I'm creating coaching courses, um, mm-hmm. content, writing books. Yeah,
0: it's a different kind of digital nomad that is, you know. (laughs) But an exciting one, I think, yeah.
1: Yeah, and this is the thing I mean, I do have a a course that um, I I am going to be launching later on this year because the digital nomad thing, I think a lot of people are um, misunderstanding what it actually is. I think, you know, they all think that because of the beautiful photos on instagram and all yeah. these great uh, videos you know that you're there you're jumping into these ravines and you're having a great time and you're sat by a pool and sunbathing and there is a reality there are visa implications there is time management there is yeah. you know how are you doing a tax return when you've got all these yeah. different currencies mm. coming
0: around the world yeah yeah and you've
1: got to submit this and make sense of it all oh yeah yeah,
0: yeah i mean it's oh my dog (laughs) she joined in. no it's not it's not um but it's not like you're sitting there and how can i say you're you're just sort of cruising when you're a digital nomad i mean you're right there's lots when you move around Mm. the world there's a lot of things to deal with and and you've got to find clients and you've still got to coach them and deliver even if you're doing it somewhere else or whatever Mm. it is you're doing as a digital nomad it's not like complete Party time. No,
1: my my party days were are long gone, Clarissa. I'm more, <laughs> my 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 party nights is a good book and a cup of tea. I think these days. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I sound I, I sound so exciting, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're right. And when you move, so for example, I've just arrived here in South America. So it is learning about how life is done, not just done in the country, but in the continent. Especially when you have arrived and there are uprisings happening in many of the countries here. There's a new language, there's a new way of doing things, there's a new time schedule. You know, this is a very relaxed time. They still have siestas and Sundays shops are closed Mm. and very much laid back. But again, it's a different currency yeah there's everything
0: yeah and you as you're right they're going through a lot of upheaval in a lot of these countries so you're not quite sure what you're going to meet when you get there no no <laughs> no maybe it hasn't reached patagonia but i'm sure santiago's a bit it has yeah it, it has, has. Yeah. even
1: there yeah. yeah yeah it has absolutely it has the protests i mean the the streets lots of graffiti anti. you've got pinera and pinochet logos everywhere there wow. you know And it was quite interesting because as I was sailing in here, one of the chaps had a satellite phone and he had a news that he goes, oh, there's an uprising starting in Chile. Well, I had to giggle, um, not at the fact that there was an uprising, but six months after I moved to Egypt, there became an uprising. And then when I moved back to England and I took on Scottish police uh, with what happened uh, with me, which is detailed in my third book, Mm. I was like, really? Oh my goodness.
0: Everywhere you go.
1: <laughs> my friends are like, I'm never going on holiday with you, Dawn, ever. And I'm like, what? Well,
0: <laughs> no. I don't you. plan
1: these things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they just happen. Yeah. They just yeah. happen.
1: Yeah. Someone's got to deal with it.
0: So, you know, we'll you're there. Help out.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Oh well. But one of the things we wanted to talk about was time management and i know you've got a, a little take on that and I'm, so mm. many of my listeners are always juggling with time time seems to be the currency that is the hardest for them mm. to to manage and especially when you're busy it becomes that mantra i'm so busy what are you doing? i'm so busy and yeah stressed and you're telling each other how stressed you are becomes the currency of your conversation, your worth mm-hmm. i mean your take your take on time I'm really fascinated because I know this is one of the areas you talk a lot about
1: mm, I do. I say managing time is a waste of time. love it <laughs> because time is just time mm. and regardless of what it is that we're doing, whether we are, you know, running a business, running a household, running a family, running a country, we all have the same amount of time in our life and it all comes down to what is most important to you as an individual. And instead of splitting ourselves up into so many things, trying to be all things to all people, and doing everything for everybody else again come back to the enrollment conversations and just honoring mm-hmm. self once we honor who we are and we learn to say yes and no with conviction for who we are and where that's taking us that's so that's when we can actually master our own time instead of managing time
0: yeah
1: time can't be managed time is
0: not tangible. It's true.
1: People struggle with it.
0: Yeah, and so we get into this whole conversation, don't we, about yeah elaborate ways to manage time and spreadsheets, mm. an endless disappointment, I think, for people or feelings of inadequacy.
1: Mmm, massively. I used to be that woman. That um, I mean, back in the day, uh, about twenty-two years ago. I signed up for the Paul J. Meyer Success Motivation International uh, course. Amazing guy. Um, and um, my whole day was planned out in five minute increments. And I could tell you exactly what I was doing, where I was going to be, how long it took me to do something for three months ahead.
0: Oh my God. It doesn't make me, I don't yes. feel very well when you say that, actually. <laughs> <to me. laughs> now, <laughs> now I travel around the world
1: at five knots now which is probably around about five miles an hour Mm. um and I really have no idea what I'm doing I mean I arrive here and then I go right okay let's just see what happens I know what I need to do I know I need to you know I need to talk to clients I need to check in with my boys um time the amount of time travel i've done already today i've already been in the future i've been in the past and i'm here in the <laughs> present and i don't actually know what that is no it's like you're at 3 30 where you are well 4
0: 30 where i am yeah in the evening yeah
1: and i'm 12 30 but it's the same time sure we yeah. are right here in this moment yeah and some of your listeners will maybe 9 o'clock at night. Some of them may be sleeping and waking up to
0: this. Later. Exactly. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. So time, just here in this moment, we are already showing that time is just a construct of make-believe. And in that space of make-believe, let's make up something that fills our heart with joy and do what lights us up. Yeah because we've only got one chance at life and if we're not doing what lights us up then what is the point of why why are we doing that the days of slavery i thought were abolished are we being a slave to our children our family, to society to but our we, jobs
0: yeah yeah i don't know we're why, willing we in being are.
1: slaves
0: yeah and i think we're slaves more than ever actually now i mean and we turn our children into those slaves as well that that's something i think is quite shocking i've met people who say yes for my, i have a spreadsheet for my children's activities oh. and i'm like and, 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 I, and i remember this colleague of mine in, in in australia lovely guy and he said well the week and i said did you have a nice weekend and he said oh yeah i was really busy i didn't stop at all i said oh and he said, Well, you know, my children start this activity at this time. Then we've got to take the girl to dancing. Then this one's going to do that. Then this one's doing that. And it just went the whole weekend went on like that till Sunday night. And he said, I'm, I'm really exhausted. I've come to work for a bit of a rest. Mm. <laughs> and I thought, Gosh, what, what are you teaching Ouch. Your kids? Ouch. Mm.
1: Yeah. There's no time for fun, there's no time to just be. And I have this analogy that I use with a lot of my clients, because uh, I do time mastery as one of the, the the sessions that I do um, and I, I mean, get a glass. um I was just thinking I've got a glass of water here I'll yeah. show you, but I yeah. can't do that. Um, <laughs> um, it's like some of the glass is full of water or not full because you need to and then put some oil in the top shake it up keep shaking it and shaking it and shaking it that's my bangle (laughs) Um, (laughs) and um, when you're rushing around all the time the goodness and the being still in that moment so all the juicy goodness like the oil can rise to the surface can't rise so what's truly possible for you in your life and what your soul is trying to tell you and what is actually going on in this space. You can't actually begin to think about because it's chaos and it's only when we stop that the oil can rise to the top and then you can actually nourish yourself with that oil. Mm. And that's why people love going on holiday because they get time to stop their work but what happens when they go on holiday their body kind of goes oh into shutdown mode or they go out drinking or they go and do all these different activities and then they've got to they've got to get this i mean just listening to some of the travelers i've got to do this walk i've got to do the w i've got to do the o i've got to do the kayaking and i've got to do this and even in the two weeks or the three weeks or however long they're on yeah. holiday they've got to cram mm. all this stuff in and read this many books or
0: oh yes yeah they don't just sort of sit there and and sit still at, at all no 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 not a, that's not why a, we love not
1: retreats a... now right
0: yeah, but that's still doing it's just some somebody else, some retreat, be. no, some retreats that I've been on a lot, but a lot of retreats are quite filled with activities. The ones that I go on are not. The ones I go on are um, silent. Boot camps. Oh. No, they're silent. No, they're silent. And <sighs> you just do your, you do chores, you don't, you just communicate, no speaking, no phones, no nothing. Yeah. it's blissful and the first few the first day everybody's kind of itching and not quite sure because we ease ourselves into it we sort of go okay no speaking after you know meditation or we say in next it's no speaking after and then you speak don't speak at meal times and you just eat quietly and things like that and Mm. it's amazing you sort of come down Mm. come down and you can see all your wrinkles go so it's a great it's a great one for women who want to stay young (laughs) Just go on a retreat because all your all your stress, everything just drops away. Because all you've Mm. got to do is be there. And then when you're not in the actual meditation, I mean, the teacher might speak a little there. You just sit, you journal, you draw, you go for a swim. Mm. Not much else, you know. Just sit there and sort of just sit quietly. Mm. Mm.
1: Beautiful. That's yeah. I'm just thinking. Gosh, that's just. People don't understand why when I'm on a boat, I prefer the four till eight watch or the 12 till four. Mm. Um, it's because everybody else is asleep. Yeah. And it's just me and the stars and the ocean. Mm. I do prefer, prefer the four till eight because dolphins come for feeding like about five o'clock. Oh. Um, oh, that's amazing. But when you're, when you're on a boat and you're in the middle of the ocean, there is no Wi-Fi. There is no social media. There is no phone yeah. reception. You can't send emails. I mean you can use a satellite phone yeah. like if in emergencies.
0: Huh.
1: But you just become still. And yes, I work when I'm on the boat. And yes, I'm writing and yes, I'm creating. But it's because I've got this space to create. And When you're on a boat and those winds are getting up and those waves are climbing, and you know that you've got to hoist these sails or you've got to bring these sails down, you've got to do it quickly Mm. and you've got to work together as a team. And if that wind is howling, you can't hear each other anyway, you just have to read each other and know. Yeah, yeah, but being in that space of no external it's just there and Hmm. on a boat if you are not on the boat with the right kind of people (sighs) boats get smaller every moment
0: yeah yeah uh, quite
1: (laughs) rapidly with the wrong people (laughs) Oh
0: yes yeah
1: and so yeah just taking that moment just to be still and just look out at the ocean and it it just Hmm. came to me there was a lady on the last trip i was on i was sat there upon the poop deck and i was just looking out cup of tea in a hand um looking out at the oceans watching the dolphins and the penguins and the birds um and she came she goes why are you isolating yourself i said what huh she goes well we're all in the deck house drink having a drink why aren't you with us i was like i don't want to be there i'm here looking out at the ocean and the penguins and the dolphins there's been loads yeah and they could they still couldn't even at that time, stop the drinking, stop the, the constant mindless shallow chatter.
0: Yeah, the doing.
1: Yeah, and the, the having to have a conversation for the sake of having a conversation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like they couldn't be with the silence. No. And silence, I mean, I just feel so tranquil just listening to you when you're just saying you just go and it's just people. silent.
0: Mm. and when i used to go in australia it was in the bush so so you could sit on little sort of outlets and just look at the bush and just listen mm. to the sounds of the bush mm. you know and it's just you can hear all the insects and and the birds and you know and just you're mm. just at total peace with what's around you you know And there's no traffic there yeah. there were a, a few neighbors and we, we got treated to a wonderful soul of frozen as we lay meditating it was hilarious <laughs> a little child sang it <laughs> <laughs> and laughter is allowed at those moments that kind of silence isn't <laughs> denied but you know there was just or, or you're just still and there's nothing but just those sounds that are there that are nature's own you know the mm. same as you would on a boat but the distraction there are still people who can't they have to look at their phone once a day they can't not look at it Mm.
1: Mm. even when there's no service you still have
0: to like yeah yeah
1: they're always taking selfies that you know taking (sighs) and i think this for me as somebody who runs her businesses online the digital nomad life Mm. having to show up uh and do a selfie or take a little video and post yeah. it on an instagram yeah. story or a facebook story or you know i'm like i'm in the moment i i i'm not even thinking about my phone i'm not even thinking about social media mm. and then i you get on land and you go oh i mean if i looked at all the photos of my trip while i'm out in the middle of the ocean i think i've got like um three pictures from 84 yeah, days yeah
0: yeah yeah <laughs> <I'm> like, <"What's?" laughs> I'm a bit like that I mean I sometimes think well you know why do I need to take a picture you know and I like Mm. to go where it's quiet and still you know Mm. and just be peace and I think that's letting go of all that busy timing time needing to manage time and Mm. you kind of go into a rhythm of the day don't you you know you go Mm. with the cycle of the day rather than trying to control what you can't control because it's you know it is morning and it is night that happens whatever whether we like it or not
1: mm. and i think you've just hit on a word there control when we are having to control something that means there's an element of fear there. fear that something is not as it should be mm. or fear that something is going to overtake us or fear that we're going to lose something um, and again and bring it back to being here in chile and live life out in egypt the um you know when governments have to control the people it's because there's a fear that yeah. the people will rise up and we, if we're afraid we're going to miss out on something yes. we fill our time with trying mm. to do everything and do it now and you know and mm. or i'm afraid that you know we we so, for example, at the moment, I'm going through this thing as a single woman. Um, and it's like, you know, I'm doing, I'm in the process of doing, a course, at the moment, fear of intimacy, you know, after a divorce yeah. and a broken yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm controlling it. So, I don't speak <laughs> again, I don't go where I don't go to bars. Not that I drink anyway. And it's like, okay. <laughs> keep it all at a distance because you're afraid of getting hurt again. It's like you're afraid of that intimacy. Mm. You keep it at a distance. So when you keep yourself busy, yeah. working or busy with the kids, you're actually afraid of what's going to come up for you and what you're actually truly capable of. Mm-hmm. And you're afraid of listening to yourself. Yeah. And what messages your soul's going to start speaking to you. And when you stop, your soul can't help but communicate with you.
0: No no it can't it has to and and a lot does come up which can be very frightening for people as well i think that's Mm -hmm. why people are uh, often reject meditation because you have to suddenly something comes up Mm -hmm. and you've kept that at bay by filling your life with rubbish and when there's a quiet moment you know, everybody thinks he's all Zen, but it's quite often not. It it's quite a lot of deep stuff that pops out for a person and they're quite sort of rocked by it, yeah.
1: It gets quite yeah. messy quite quickly sometimes.
0: Yes. <laughs> but we've been covering it up. You know, and I have a lot of clients like that myself who come to me and they say, Well, you know, I'm running two businesses and I'm and I'm uh, I've got the kids and then I, I'm obviously renovating a house and I've not been very well. And I'm like oh does your body is I your body wonder. telling you something you know yeah yeah <laughs> might be if you just yep. stopped oh no i don't have any time to eat i only eat once a day and i'm like oh oh mm. right okay well we'll have to work a little on that you know because you, yeah. you can't say to a person that's a terrible thing to do and it it's just how oh. they are it's how they're conditioned <laughs> i wouldn't necessarily say that to them. they're conditioned to be like that so we have to let mm. people see there's another way
1: absolutely mm. Um. <laughs> probably not as subtle as you there, Clarissa. <laughs> I would have actually, go, well, that's not a very good idea, is it? This might be, you know, your body screaming at yes, you. I mean, yeah. Imagine your soul was your child and your, and this is the thing. I always relate yes. it back to that. If yeah. your child, is, if you're ignoring your child and your child is screaming and throwing a tantrum because they want something, but mm. you're not prepared to give them and then they throw themselves down on the floor and they're kicking and screaming not That's that my true. boys ever did that and i, I think i quite myself. mortified if they didn't. <laughs> they're, they're they're just because i'm going what do you want well just have a conversation yeah, <laughs>
0: um
1: but good. your soul when you don't listen mm. will throw that tantrum and it will either be a backache or lower if you're putting yep. too like when a lot of us have these pains in our coccyx, and which is something that I went through, mm. and I'm like, no wonder I've got so much pain in my lower back and coccyx. The amount of pressure, sure.
0: the amount of
1: weight that I'm pushing down on it.
0: Yeah, and it's coming from here. It's not coming from just sitting on your butt or, you know, it's actually Thank coming you. from here. It's all the thoughts, Absolutely. On this that's here that we mm. carry. It's why we have so much weight on our shoulders. It's why mm. I have women. I meet a lot of women who have um, very, very, very stiff joints and frozen shoulders, and it, that's all just this, the tension, you're holding it together so long. Mm. The body was, I, I can't do this anymore.
1: No. Sorry, you have and, now. Yeah, you, you just reminded me of when uh, I got divorced. In complete shock. Um, you know, we, uh, and it was like, okay. I've got to do all this by myself, you know, I've got to keep the boys happy. I've got to make sure that they're, they're well, I've got to run the house. I'm in the middle of writing, writing a book. I was in the middle of running businesses, getting everything set up online. I've got to keep my fitness. And it was just like, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to, to, I have to, I have to, I have to. And then I went, hang on a second. Got to and have to, there's resistance in those words. Yeah. What am I choosing? Mm. Am I choosing to write this book? Am I choosing to build this business? Am I choosing to take care of my body? Am I choosing to take care of my children? And which of them am I not choosing right here in this moment? Am I choosing to be stressed? Am I choosing to be a martyr for my children? And one of the things I work with my clients about a lot of is the mummy martyrdom. (gasps) Oh, yes. Yes ah do you know let i mean the the thing that i said to one person um was uh if i said to you here's a cat of nine tails now give yourself 50 lashes. would you do it yeah like god no i said okay so if i gave you a knife and asked you to cut your wrists and keep would you do it they were like no i'm like what you were doing by Mm -hmm. taking on all of these extra tasks instead of saying no is you're doing the cat of nine tails oh, yeah. you are slashing it. you are hurting yourself in a very different way but the thing is by not offloading and sharing the oh. responsibilities of the home and the family and enabling your children to take the bus or make their own way to their club they've got legs you are disabling them stick them on a bus right you need to be there at this time and if you want your football kit or your your dance kit or your tennis kit ready by that time then you need to make sure it's in the wash and it's already done and your beds are made i'm i'm your mummy i am not your mate no there's a very big difference oh yes
0: yeah I, agree. I totally agree. It's what I call the burnt toast syndrome. Where you have to take the the crappy bit of toast because your child's got to have the better piece. You know, yeah, and and every no. woman knows she knows that she knows that that's what she does. Mm-hmm. or we get to the ice cream store and you buy the ice cream, but you for them, but you don't have one yourself, even though you want one. Instead of saying, actually, I can't afford this right now, and we're going home, we're going to have a piece of fruit, then you know, you're making all these sacrifices that don't make mummy feel very good at all. No. Uh, and women absolutely. do it all the time to themselves. They're, mm-hmm. they're absolute experts at at that kind Sabotage. of journey. Yeah, that sort of, mm-hmm. and, and it adds up and there's a lot of resentment there and resentment for you. I mean, your, kid, your kids are very capable. It's amazing what they can do, if you let them oh, do. it. I know. Yeah.
1: You know, my kids have been doing chores around the house. You know, I've got a great photo of my youngest when he was about, I don't know, three, stood there at the sink in a penny doing the washing up. He loved it. You know, I've got another picture of him in his underpants in the bath, scrubbing the bath at the same age. Hmm. Might have even been on the same day. Um, but, you know, <laughs> again, it's like, we're a family. Hmm. I am not a slave to you. No. And um, it, it is about as... Teaching our children how to respect us as humans, yeah. as women, yep. but as partners, and I've said to my boys um, on many occasions that um you know what is it that you want for yourself mm. okay um, because obviously they're getting to an age where it's not obvious. my eldest is seventeen in a four weeks, my youngest yeah. is just turned thirteen, and one of the things that I find is. I trigger women for the very fact that I'm not at home taking care of my Well, oh, I children. bet that
0: sets people oh. off.
1: Oh Clarissa. But if you were if you were
0: but if you were a man, you oh. wouldn't bat an eyelid, would you? You know, nobody that's would me. say no. anything. It's
1: No they wouldn't. But they've and got that's a, dad. a very old model of behaviour like, that's yeah. from the 1940s and before. Before. It's already, well, it's, a, it's centuries old that parenting yeah. model. Yeah. And I am a human being, I'm an individual, I'm a person in my own right. And my ex, I, I receive quite a bit of hate mail sometimes uh, wow. from men and women mm. who are disgusted that I could even consider leaving my children at home with their father. And I'm like, well, actually, he's actually quite capable of looking after his own children yeah. that he took part in making. Yes. And, and he's you, a know, single, you know, he's
0: there as a single parent, like billions most, of women are. Most women. Absolutely. Yeah. But
1: it's funny how women choose to have a child with a man, mm-hmm. but then choose to micro or macro manage that man and make him wrong for everything he does, because he's not parenting like she is. Yeah. and it's like well why did you choose to have children with him in the first place or was it just an accident and also yeah, yeah. if you are telling him that he's not capable you are emasculating him yes and you are damaging his confidence so mm. if you've got children uh, which are boys you're telling the boys subliminally that they're not good enough to look after children but you're also telling your daughters mm that men are incompetent and cannot look after themselves or their children. So and, they and they can. And
0: they can. They're very good. My Absolutely husband's really, my, my husband's really really good here. He he can cook just as well as me. He knows how a vacuum cleaner works.
1: Absolutely. He's
0: perfectly, perfectly capable of doing everything and does. Absolutely. And does, Absolutely. you know, and lived on his own before and managed very well. And my son is, uh, when, when my son was a teenager, about he was a bit younger than your oldest, I, uh, stopped going into his room so if he wanted to live in there in a pigsty i had the door shut so it didn't bother me Mm -hmm. after a year or so he started to fold clothes and and vacuum and tidy up because i didn't do it Mm -hmm. because it wasn't Mm -hmm. one it wasn't worth the battleground and a lot of mothers Mm -hmm. are having uh, an absolute open warfare with their children so let it Mm -hmm. go i mean yes it smells in there but you don't have to go in there and sleep in there so don't no No. Mm -hmm i go to stay mm. with him you know now in his apartments in most places around the world and i'm like oh well you know so he hasn't put the washing away but you know what that's not my job his fridge sinks but that's not my job so mm, that's his choice mm.
1: so i, let it, I let it go
0: and i let go mm. and then you know and if i think we've we're we're running around to these frameworks that we think uh, that other people are judging us. A lot of women are like, it needs to be like this. My home needs to look like an Instagram picture. And just in case anybody said anything about me, it's the cleaning the loo before the visitor comes kind of. <laughs> yeah.
1: Or cleaning the house before the cleaner arrives. Yeah,
0: that's what the cleaner's are there to do.
1: <laughs> but it also, one of the things that my ex-husband said, He said, you've actually made me a better father by you not being here. He said, because I've realized just, and he values women a lot more, because he realizes just how much we do do. Mm -hmm. And he he said, you made it look so easy. You made it look like you've got a team of people around around you. I said, well, I mean, I'm like a squirrel on Red Bull. Um, (laughs) Anyway, I've got so much energy, but, But I do feel the fact that, you know, when he defended me quite publicly and he said that me being away actually has strengthened our family. Um, But it's also taught them just how much needs to be done um, to live by my standards. I'm like, but you're not living by my standards. I'm not there to judge you. No, and if no. the boys don't want to shower then the reaction of people walking away from them because they smell will be more will be louder than me i mean my boys i mean they do shower thankfully yeah. Um, regularly yeah you know mummy did teach them very well yes. um and um but again it's when we are not having enrollment conversations with our families you know our spouses and our children yeah, yeah. and we're not delegating it's mm-hmm. all of everyone that lives in that home it's their home yes they have a responsibility yes. to their home and keep yes. the home and if it's they want to play football or they want to go to tennis lessons or swimming lessons or dance lessons, whatever yeah. it is yeah. if this is really truly important to you you will make your own way there i mean obviously i'm not saying make a five-year-old get no no job. but i mean if you're if, yeah.
0: you're if you're if you're a teenager certainly they can you know, yeah, once they absolutely. get to sort of senior part of, you know, primary school or and they and their and their they don't need to be driven everywhere, and they don't need no, they to be don't. taken everywhere. You might they might they might get there themselves, and you might bring them home if it's dark or something. But mm-hmm. but certainly you don't have to do everything, and and every child doesn't have to do every activity that they want to, or you think, or other people think they should. Mm. that's having no, that as you completed. say enrol enroll, enrollment conversations about well actually mummy's only actually got this much time so mm. you can only do i was a single mum as well so I said, you're going to do this and this so those mm. are the two things activities because i don't have time to do every single night and i can't afford it either so this is mm-hmm. your this is your choice yeah you know so Absolutely. You choose, and then you get yourself there and then i'll come and pick you up Mm-hmm. It worked. and
1: this is quite interesting i like what you've said you get yourself there and yeah. so many of my friends um i mean one of my friends comes to mind she's got four children and like she runs herself ragged and she goes oh i just feel like i'm a prisoner to my children and i'm like okay let me just work this out okay you've got a much older son and your youngest is a daughter and uh I said, which they're going in the same could they not all go together in a taxi? And the money that you give them each week for pocket money, could you not say, "Well, actually, use the pocket money to get you there"? And while they're all taking care of each other, yeah. you just go and have a hot bath. And how yeah. much is that taxi ride going to cost? Really, let's have a think about it. Mm. And how much more relaxed would you be if while they're all getting their way there, and you've hired a taxi? to get them to and from hmm. you actually just went and slept yeah you know just sleep and i remember a friend of mine i turned up at her house one day right that's it off you go i'm babysitting for the evening she goes really mm-hmm. yep yeah. i want to spend some time with my i mean i call her my niece but yeah. she's not yeah, really yeah, my niece no, it's no. Just my niece yeah i said it's my turn i want to play mm. She goes, really? I said, yep. Go do whatever you want to do. She goes, oh, that's amazing. She disappeared into the bedroom. I thought, oh, she's getting all dressed up and then She came back in. She'd got her pyjamas on. a big fluffy dressing gown and rabbit slippers on. <laughs> I, I didn't even know you had rabbit slippers <laughs> She goes, they only come out every now and then. Oh, yeah, she's, special <laughs> She's got a face mask on. Her hair was all tied up in a messy bun. And she was there. She'd got a bottle of Bailey's. And some chocolate um, ice cream. <laughs> and I was like, well, Where are you, coach? Because I'm going to bed to watch a movie and then I'm going to fall asleep.
0: Oh, and I was like, oh, yes. Good on good you. Good on you. That's-
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing the girlfriends leave the kids to have a boys' night in with their dad. Yeah. Or a dad's night in. And all yeah. the new girls get together and just have a girly pajama party. Yeah.
0: Why not? Why not?
1: Absolutely, get your rabbit slippers out. Oh yeah,
0: I haven't got the rabbit slippers. <laughs> no, you <don't>. <laughs> No, you're <laughs> <be> right though. <laughs> well, no, I'm not thinking about it. I'm <laughs> a <are> <laughs> But Yes, you're right. You're you're so right. And that's such strong messages for for women about not being a martyr to this ideal of being a mother. Mm. It, it's not that. You know, being a mother's wonderful, but we don't have to live to other people's—I don't know—standards, judgments. You know, comparing our insides with other people's outsides is what I call it. So you don't know what's going on behind their so-called perfect worlds.
1: Yeah. Have you seen the film *Bad Mums*? Yes. Great film. Yes. oh love it. Absolutely, (laughs) I could watch that, and I laugh because it's so on the knuckle, as they say. But it just you know who made the rules up about what it is to be a mother anyway who made those rules uh, other, exactly other,
0: other no, women, one, no one knows and men too it's a bit of control playing the
1: again but did you when you when you decided to have children did you sign a contract with anybody to say you would live by their rules
0: of course not no and <laughs> he's just telling me he's got to go for a walk yeah you go for a walk <laughs> <laughs> take the dog <laughs> it's lovely his spontaneous husband in the podcast <laughs> yeah absolutely
1: it's real life it's, it's real real, and- real life
0: <laughs> <laughs> we we'll have honor. some chocolates some
1: and and some rabbits with them, yeah, rabbit
0: slippers. Yeah, rabbit slippers. <laughs> he's just going for a walk, I don't know why. <laughs> but again,
1: it's you know, let's let's stop making each other wrong and I uh, guarantee that one of the things I've noticed is since I've started on this journey of saying, you know what, he's got it. I trust him. He's a grown man. He's he can take care of the kids and my dogs while I go off and do this. Yeah, because he he trusted me. Why not trust him back? But also, the amount of mothers that have said to me, "Oh, I so wish I could do what you do," I said, "We'd start doing it bit by bit. Then go away for a weekend, just for a weekend, just do it. Maybe a week with a girlfriend." You know, why not all of you get together and hire a coach and do a retreat together? You know, instead of the coach organising the retreat, why don't you all get together and hire uh, a coach? <laughs> I was saying, why don't you just hire me as a coach? I will just yeah, coach you Come and give you coach, coach
0: you for a weekend. Why not? Yeah,
1: absolutely. But do you know? something find, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's not that find hard, a masseuse, it. find someone who's going to come and cr- like a, a chiropractor and someone who's going to you know put you back in alignment and then massage you and like just hire a villa somewhere hot and somewhere nice because you doing that for yourselves and honoring yourselves teaches your children how to honor you and their future partners yeah
0: yeah yeah definitely
1: and if we're not honoring ourselves and managing our time and i hate that word managing our time if we're not honoring our own space in this world yeah. and owning our space and uh, this is our life
0: mm.
1: no one else's my okay. children cannot make my rules up they cannot dictate to me how I'm going to spend my life one because yeah. they're a child and I'm the yeah. adult and the parent yes. Although yeah. I'm probably they're more adult than me because <laughs> I want them to leave school and come visit mummy and they're like no I've got eight levels to do mother I'm oh. not coming up to visit you
0: well they <laughs> are <all> adult then <laughs> damn (laughs) that's good though but
1: again it's about honoring ourselves yes because when we honor ourselves we're teaching other people how to honor us when we love ourselves we're teaching other people how to love us
0: yes well you can't love other people that deeply until you can love yourself
1: absolutely and the people the person that you're pretending to be is a lie yeah yeah stop lying we tell our children to stop lying all the time. Well, we don't, but some of us do. Yeah, You know, yeah. we are bullying ourselves yeah. by doing that. And we yeah. don't like bullies. We tell our children not to accept bullies in the playground. Yeah, we and we don't ourselves. like bullying, but we do bully ourselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: doesn't make sense. No, that's
0: amazing. So if you had like three tips for my listeners to get themselves on a new track what would they be the
1: first thing would be to give themselves permission to give themselves permission to be who they wish to be and the second one would be to have enrollment conversations with the family and say this is what i want This is what I need. And this is what I would like from you.
0: Mm.
1: So having Roman conversations. And the third thing, and this is probably the most difficult, is revisit that inner girl inside of you and find out what makes her giggle and laugh. Because yesterday I walked around here. I walked around the town here, headphones on, dancing down the street, (laughs) singing out loud to myself. I didn't oh. care whether I was going to crack the windows because of my terrible singing. I was singing and I was having a great time by myself. Turn the music on, switch the world out.
0: Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's Thank so you. lovely. Do you want, how can people get in touch with you if they want to know more about the work you do, the books you've written?
1: Um, probably the best place would be DawnBates.com, um, which has links to all my social media platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz. Um, and then my books are on there. My courses are on there. Um, they can send me emails through there. But yeah, so DawnBates.com or DawnEB, which is E, and then B-E. Dawny be happy or Dawny be excited or Dawny be a bit crazy today. Or <laughs> well,
0: yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, sharing your wisdom and laughter. Thank
1: you so much for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. Absolute pleasure.
0: Welcome. So guys, I hope you really enjoyed that. I had a wonderful conversation and we talked about a lot of really important things mm. about time, you talked about mummy martyrdom, lots of wisdom. And I hope that you take some of those tips on board and give yourself permission to have permission. And mm. find that inner girl. I really love that. So until mm. next time, listeners, go well.